0: Have you ever been on a beginner Overland trip? Hi everybody, I'm Rob and this is Stormcrow Overland, where we talk about going on adventures, road tripping, camping, and just generally getting out and enjoying life. Now this week's episode, we're going to talk about an event that OKC Overland put on this month called, uh, it was the OKC Overland Beginner Newbie Run, or Beginner Run, and we went and did uh, the Sugar Creek Loop here in central Oklahoma, and we took a group of people that was all brand new uh, I say we I, I was there I helped uh, I did not organize it this was organized by my buddy Ben at uh, Vegas here Overland I'll put a link to his channel down there like I always do and a quick reminder he needs to make more videos uh, this is where you should have made a video bro uh, but he was he was busy he, he organized the whole run he led the run um, it, was, it was his idea uh, it was great I, I, I was there just to kind of help out help answer questions. Uh, I was the tail gunner in the back to make sure we didn't lose anybody or anything like that. We had no problems, so that was great. Uh, but the whole idea is some people are just just anxious or intimidated or whatever word you want to use. That you know, Some of them don't sound quite right, but whatever you want to say, they didn't want to go out and do this on their own. Uh, they wanted to go do it with a group, which is a good idea in case something happens. Um, here in Oklahoma, the, if you're in central-ish Oklahoma, the Sugar Creek Loop is a great place to go and get started because it's it's fairly easy. It's it's well mapped out. It's well known. Uh, there's GPX files for it. Uh, there's there's videos about it, so you can kind of see what you're getting into. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, there's neat things to see. There's some historical spots on this on the on the whole route, and there's there's a couple of spots that kind of get Technical, I mean, they're really not. It, it depends on the weather and stuff. Uh, luckily, on this trip, it was the, probably the easiest I've ever seen it. Uh, so it was really nice for some beginner people. But just enough that, hey, we can put it in four-wheel drive maybe. Just like this little climb or something through Purgatory Road. or Just kind of work through things. So I, I thought this was a great idea when Ben brought it up. I, I think it's great to help show new people how to do things and how to do things the right way. Uh, so what, what Ben did was, you know, we, we discussed it. We, we were, okay, let's do this. We picked a date. We had to reschedule because of the weather. That's a whole other thing. Uh, but he kind of did a really good job of putting out a list of like, hey, here's the things you probably should bring. Uh, none of it was like, oh, if you don't have this, you can't go with us. But it was, it was just suggestions, things like a GRMRS radio. And he included a link to like, hey, here's the Radiotity GM30, I think is the one. It's 30 bucks, it's pretty good. It's probably better than a Baofeng, but it's not super expensive. So if this isn't your thing, you're not wasting a lot of money. Um, He was also smart to, to include like, hey, you need a GMRS license and here's the link to where you go do that. It's $35 for 10 years and covers your whole family. Encouraged everyone to make sure you're doing that and doing it the right way. I uh, talked about, you know, bringing water and bringing snacks and recovery year. Like I said, real, real basic level stuff. We weren't doing like a, a hardcore recovery class where we've got multiple, uh, what are they called? We weren't like changing rope direction, doing multi-line pulls and stuff. It was just like, hey, maybe have some kind of recovery point for your vehicle. Like if you've got a, a receiver hitch, maybe one of the little things that go in there where you can put a shackle. Have something. We weren't expecting anybody to get stuck, but they said it's a pretty, we, we picked the route on purpose for beginners. Uh, but it was neat. The day of, we all kind of met up early on a Saturday morning. Everybody kind of gathered up. It was good. You know, we gathered up at this little park. And once everybody was there, uh, Ben did a, a fairly short but thorough presentation going over things like, hey, these are how GMRs radios work we're going to be on this channel you know, we made sure everybody could get their radios on that channel. And, uh, somebody, uh, somebody, I think someone had a weird problem where their radio still had, it wanted a frequency and not a channel or the channels that match our else's channel, something like that. So we had to play with it a little bit, but you know, went through and talked about the radios and, and gave everybody a judgment free zone of, Hey, this is all beginners ask questions. If you have a question and you're afraid it's a dumb question, this is the perfect place to ask it because we expect that y'all are beginners and you don't know, and that's okay. We want, we want to help. We want to explain. We want to show you. Uh, so we did that with the radios. Um, several people had questions about ham radio stuff as well, You know, a, little, a little more advanced stuff, so we went over some of that. Um, did some minor recovery talk. Like I said, we didn't really expect to have any recovery problems, and, and we didn't. It was smooth all day. But just some real basics like you know winch recovery boards, talking about some of it how it works. Uh, also made sure everyone knew how to put their vehicle like in four wheel drive or four low or four high. We didn't really need four low for this trip, but we kind of went over just to make sure people were familiar with how it works. So like how do they turn their lockers on, or how do they you know, do? they need it? When would they turn their lockers on? When would they need four wheel drive? Uh, I Tried to go over little basic things like that. Uh, we didn't. You know, we didn't camp on this trip, so we didn't do. A, we didn't touch on camping a whole lot. Uh, but at, toward the end, we did kind of start going over some tread lightly principles. Um, not necessarily the organization itself, but just the ideas of hey, we're going to stay on the trail. We're not going to leave any trash. we are going to leave things better than we found it. Uh, we're not going to tear stuff up. Or we're we're going to respect private property. Things like that. And that's where I think these kind of newbie things really come in, come in handy and are important you're always going to have some people that are going to go out and tear things up because they just don't care. And those people, you may or may not be able to reach them, but I think it's good because there are going to be some people that really just don't know any better. They don't, they don't understand. They're like, Oh, I'm off-roading. I don't Why would I stay on the trail or the whole thing's off-road, right? Um, I, I, I'd hate to think this way. But maybe there's people that don't realize, Hey, you you need to make sure you pick your trash up. But it was good to go over it with all these people and be like, hey, you know, this is how we do things. And this is why And we want to make sure that we're not getting things closed down. And we talked about some of the trail closures going on uh, in Utah and in Arkansas and stuff like that. Just to make sure everybody understood why this stuff's important. Uh, overall, I think it was a huge success. We had, let me think, counting me and Ben's vehicles, we had 14 So so we had 12 new people vehicles, Uh, and several of them had a passenger or two. Uh, So we had right around 20 people. The whole thing was just great. We had all kinds of vehicles. We had a handful of Jeeps. Uh, We had two Subarus. We had um, a two-wheel drive F-150. It was a father and son that normally do sports car stuff. They do like autocross and SCCA stuff. Uh, and they brought their 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 tow vehicle out you know their f-150 they used to tow their race car trailer they brought it to go try it out because it was something different Um, it was really neat I was trying to think I think we had a tundra maybe I I probably should have went back and looked at the pictures Uh, but we had a really good mix of vehicles good variety I made the I'm I'm kind of an idiot sometimes I knew I was going to be in the very back of the convoy uh, to help kind of watch and make sure we didn't lose anybody and if there's a problem it was such a beautiful and gorgeous day which is awesome because I want people to get out and have a good time it it would suck if we went out with new people and the weather was crappy and they had a miserable time you don't want that but the weather was so pretty that I had to have my windows down and it's dirt roads and like clay sandy dirt roads it's pretty thick sand uh, the inside of my vehicle was just covered in dust. Uh, I had to go home. Uh, even with the snorkel, I had to blow out my air filter. Uh, I had to blow out my interior. It was amazing how much sand and dust was just coming out of stuff like my seats and my dash as I'm sitting there with the, with the air compressor. Uh, but it worked. Uh, and if, you, if you've if you never tried that and your interior is real dusty, blow it out with the air compressor. It works amazing. Uh, but we got to see all kinds of great sights along the route. Uh, there's some... Uh, some some mounds out in uh, that part of Oklahoma that uh, settlers heading west in wagon trains used to use for navigational aids. Like okay, you aim at those and head that way. And, uh, there's caves there. Uh, there used to be an old schoolhouse there. I think is what it was. Uh, it was either a house or a school, and they had a root cellar where you could store stuff. Uh, you know, if keep it at the right temperatures underground. So we stopped there. Let everybody take some pictures and stuff. Uh, and, did Purgatory Road, which is always a highlight because it's, it, it doesn't even look like Oklahoma. You're going through this pretty narrow road. It's basically just one lane, and you've got these cl- dirt clay ridges that are 10, 12 feet tall on both sides of the vehicle. You're going down to this trench, basically. It is neat, and sometimes uh, it's so washed out that you couldn't get a Jeep on 40s up it other times it's nice and smooth and a stock subaru can go up without a problem and ours did Uh, we had two subarus and they had no problems going up Uh, no one really had a problem getting up getting up purgatory road which is great that was the only part we were mildly worried about it's got a fairly easy bypass in case that was a case it was a problem but it wasn't Uh, and then we ended up at the three-quarter point of the loop uh, there's an old gas station Uh, i forget the name of the town uh, but it was the gas station that was in the movie Rain Man. So a lot of times we kind of stopped there, take some more picture. You know, if we got a good group picture with all the cars. And from that point back to the beginning of the loop, there's not a whole lot left. So a lot of us kind of broke off at that point and started heading back home. Cause for most of us, it's about an hour drive home it is for me. But man, it was a great time. We had an abundance of great people uh, everyone that showed up was awesome uh we had a few handful that had to duck out early and stuff because they had other commitments but they still wanted to come out meet some of the group try it out you know get a chance to do this stuff in, in a safer environment safer is not the right word a more comfortable environment so if something does go wrong you know they got someone there to help just in case starting new things can be scary sometimes and it's nice to to have help uh, but man i it, It couldn't have gone better, like I said. Good turnout, good group, great weather. Uh, The trail was great. I say trail. It's not even really a trail. I'm trying to avoid saying that. But Oklahoma people know what I'm talking about, I'm sure. They've, They've heard us say it before. But it was a great time. And if you're out there and you have an Overland group of some part you're involved in, whether it's a Facebook group or just a group of buddies, I encourage you to do stuff like this, especially early In the season kind of springtime when people are starting to get out more do a beginner event something something fairly easy something nice and low threat you've got people out there that have the vehicles and are interested and just don't don't know how to get started don't know where to go or worried about going out by themselves have these events grow our industry you know grow this hobby And grow it the right way by getting good people, and teaching them good habits to start with, explain why we do things the way we do it, to keep making overlanding better for everyone. And this is going to, the more good people we have out doing overlanding things and doing things the right way, the better it's going to be for everybody. Uh, I kind of touched on it in my other video we were talking about uh, has overlanding reached its peak or not, but we want people out there overlanding the right way. The, you know, the, the good way that gets things not shut down and kind of helps give us a good reputation. So this is this is a good way for you to kind of give back. I, I'm sure, I don't care if you're the most awesomest, best overlander ever, I'm sure at some point someone helped you. I'm sure someone helped you, showed you how to do something, and this is how you can kind of give back a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm always a big fan of doing trail cleanups and stuff like that to to kind of give back, but this is the best way. Get those new people, show them how to do things, help grow the, grow the hobby. It's very reward. it's personally rewarding you just feel good. These people, You see these people out having a great time, you see these huge smiles on their face, enjoying things that you know how fun they are. And they're getting to do it for the first time and you're helping them. It feels great. And then you know those people are gonna be around more and then hopefully down the road, they can help show other new people or they're going to go back to their office and be like, oh, I got to go do this such a cool thing. Maybe you should come with me next time. This is how we grow things the right way. Like I said, I encourage you go out do it. I'm starting to ramble, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. But, yeah, it's amazing. you're watching this uh, video on YouTube, just realize we also released the audio as a podcast. You can find it wherever good podcasts are found. Just search Stormcrow Overland. Uh, if you are listening to it as a podcast, we also release the video on YouTube. Just search Stormcrow Overland. Uh, and finally, you can find us on Instagram at Stormcrow Overland or on Gmail. You can send me a message there at Storm Crow Overland at gmail.com. On any of those platforms, I would really appreciate it. Like, comment, follow, subscribe. I, I try to get back to everybody that reaches out to me. Uh, but on any of those, send me a message. Let me know what you think. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, have you done... Other newbie rides? Uh, Have you done other stuff to help get new people involved? Uh, Do you have a really good idea on a better way to do it or a different way to do it? Uh, I would like to do, at least here, we're probably going to try to figure out how to do an easy beginner, like fairly close to home camp out just to, you know, how you you cook at camping. This is how you go to the bathroom when there's not a bathroom around and stuff like that. We're probably going to do something like that coming up uh, just to kind of add to this. But what are y'all's thoughts? What are y'all's ideas? Well, I guess that's really all I have for you this week. So just remember, sometimes you have to go out and get lost and maybe take a few new people with you before you can find yourself. Thanks for watching.